Yes, hello, welcome to another episode of the Top 4 Podcast. Arguably the best football podcast in the world. There we go. It's one of you, it's Naval Passion next week, you've got to say that. Um, so last week we did a load of transfer talk. Um, we wanted, we thought we, you know, we thought we analysed the biggest transfers that were coming up. Try to predict Pogba, what's going to happen there. And then only four, arguably... The, well, you know, the top two, one of the top two players for the last 10, 15 years to then have his own transfer news, which, you know, didn't make our podcast null and void, but uh, took a lot of the interest away. Lionel Messi. I love how you said top two to avoid the... Uh, controversy. No controversy. controversy, today. Yeah. Today, yeah, controversy. Yeah. today is not about my opinion on Ronaldo being better. Today is literally just about Messi and where he is going next. I can't you believe it. Ronaldo's better. Yeah, he is, but we don't. That's not what we're talking about. Today. No, no, we're good at a different time. Yeah, we talk about when that when when they both retire, we can talk about that. But uh, okay, for now, Lionel Messi. He said he wanted to stay. Barcelona wanted him to stay. He's done his press conference. He's cried a bit, and he looks like he could be going to Paris. Where do we start with this? Where do we where do we start? At the beginning. I have a feeling you're salty about Messi. Um, obviously, we were in the pub earlier when we having a chat and. I don't know if it's just because you're a Ronaldo fanboy, which I am as well, but why are you so sorry about Messi, man? Well, look, I I, I was going to address this today just because... Um, address it. For our, like, you know, for our few listeners who might check the TikTok and that, is that, um, let's be honest, right? Last summer, Messi wanted to leave, okay? Yeah. He wanted to go. He wanted a new challenge or he wanted more money. Whatever you want to look at, it, he wanted to go. And Barca said, no, you're staying. And now he's going... It's so sad. Everyone get the violins out. It's awful. Like he's been there for twenty years. It's his whole life. It's his family. His kids were born in Spain. Blah blah blah. It's like you can't play that card after what happened last summer. And that's where I am at with it. And I understand it is shocking, but it's like for me, this seems like his perfect excuse for him to get away and still be a hero. You- and that's that's how I see it. Yeah, it's all about time. I understand what you're saying about time, but you, you can't fake what he was doing at that press conference the other day. He was fucking just bawling his eyes out for, like, he was just bawling his eyes out in front of everyone. He's still upset and leaving. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's still upset and leaving, but I'm just thinking, like, it's so, like, to, you, you've made a press conference because at the end of the day, Messi doesn't need money. And I know that you're going to say, well, he would have taken a 50% off, but he could he could go down to way less. But I know he probably thinks, I shouldn't do that. I uh, I deserve the money I get. Yeah, but, yeah. He wanted, but last summer, he wanted to go. It's not like it's not like he's never been in doubt. Do you know what I mean? If, he's, if he'd signed a contract last summer, Barcelona wouldn't be in this position because he would have had the contract already signed. But I think he was trying to get a new contract. He was just playing the game, which all footballers do, saying they're going to go. And Barca just simply didn't offer it. So I think it's Barca's... Barca's fault, and it's Barca's fault for being in such a run in such a shambolic way that they've got into this mess anyway. Yeah, mate, they they have billions of pounds of debt. It's just crazy what's going on there. Like, um, like I said, they, they were obviously trying to offload other players to try and keep Messi to stay, but it's been going to happen. Like you said, you might they probably could have got around it in like a certain sort of way. Maybe if he, I don't know made some sort of contract where he got paid in bonuses or something like that instead. I bet they could have got around to financial fair play in that sense where he could have been like on a really low wage, but then he gets a bonus just for fucking playing like two games a month forever. I, I they, could, they could easily do something like that in the contract. I don't know how he'd still play with financial fair play, but they, they could have kept him if they really wanted to. I, I have a feeling that Barcelona was just banking on the Super League to go ahead, weren't they? And yeah. they could get away around this financial fair play, and obviously they get a lot of money through that. 
And it's so mad. One of the probably best players that's ever played the game can just go on a free now. It's it's crazy. Uh, it looks like PSG's the only... It looks like it's almost done deal anyway. Now. I think it's the only, other, the only place that people can see him going. Yeah, there's huge speculation about that, isn't it? Like, yes, like um, I was reading reports as well. People say that PSG have already booked out the Eiffel Tower for tomorrow, the 10th of August. You've got to guess at how could PSG uh, not get done by financial fair play, though. Like, obviously, you shared the thing earlier, didn't you, Jack? The mm. wages. And that's, it's, that's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's incredible. So, I obviously, I know financial fair play is quite tricky, but surely something's got to trigger up with that. You sound I know like, you sound like Barca lawyers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, like, paid, they, they paid me to fucking pick this they, up over the podcast. Get it <laughs> Just case financial fair play listening. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got to be done. Barca have come in and said that. Or apparently, Barca lawyers are like trying to yeah, block trying to the PSG it, move, which just makes to me like it sort of adds a little bit to what I was saying before about you know, it's like if he's such a you know if it's so Barca's fault and it's you know. You know, it, it can't happen and, you know, it's, it's so sad. Like, why are now Barca now blocking him from carrying on with his career at the end of his career? You know, it's weird. It's a very weird situation. If if that did happen and somehow it blocked uh, PSG signing him, what, what would happen to Messi? Obviously, this is all if, but so maybe, obviously, it looks like PSG is a done deal. But... How can they block him? I don't get that. No, he'll, like, go City, he'll go City. City will uh, sell uh, their training ground and call it Etihad 2 training ground and, like... Suddenly, find two hundred million pounds into the bank accounts, and they'll go. Well, yeah. it's, it's it's in the rules. Yeah. And we're to sign it. I, I just generally don't think they like City, for example. Like Fred Pep has already said, no, it's just not our plans. Probably were kicking themselves since they signed Grealish, and then a day or two later, it's like, oh, Messi can't I, carry on. But like, you've got to think as well. They they hundred percent want Kane, so yeah. like, it's it, it, they ain't gonna toss up between uh, Messi and Kane. Kane's I, still got like quite a few years left in him. Obviously, Messi probably has. Well, he played till he's like forty, and he'd be at the peak of his game. But uh, they're gonna want someone a bit younger, like Harry Kane, who can get who can get the most years out of. I, I think um, Man City must have known. I know it was quite a shock to the football world, but there's no no way Pep didn't know this like this a day before he got released. I mean, they all he's so integrated into you know Barcelona and the people that work there. Surely he must have known something about it. It's it's all a bit. It does seem a bit fishy, doesn't it? It seems like there's more that. Uh, that it's unprecedented. Never happened yeah. before. Can yeah. you remember a time where this has happened, where apparently yeah. the club and the player both want it to happen, but it can't happen because the league's blocking. It's I don't, it's just never happened before. Yeah. Um, hmm. Apparently, Atletico have uh, made inquiries. I, I I can't ever see that, but <laughs> I, I laugh. I did laugh though when I saw that. I was like, oh, imagine that. It's, it's going to be a rumor of every club. I reckon yeah. going to go in for him. Yeah, hundred percent. But like, awesome, um, like awesome, said, if, if, if 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 the wage bill that you sent earlier, if that's if that's true, when like you said, all these rumors do end up, and he like say for example, if he, they announce him tomorrow uh, by doing that Eiffel Tower thing, the rumor about them hiring it out, uh, you were saying that um, well, the thing that you sent earlier was like six hundred and fifty k a week. Absolutely eye-watering money. And that you've been most uh, well, nearly everyone else at PSG ain't that far off anyway, like maybe like a hundred grand, fifty grand off. That's just a rumor though, mine. It's not confirmed. Yeah, and that's just that's, that's, just, that's, just, that's just the wages. What yeah. is in, what is interesting, he was um in Paris, I think like a week before. Yeah, the photo, Na- didn't he? Hang out with Neymar. And Fabrizio Romano um said he posted obviously following on for what Messi said. Um, I was just there on holiday for you know, it's, it's too much of a to this game. If he's been over there, he, I reckon he, yeah, 
He's been he's been tapped up, hasn't he? And but then I think the motion the motion that has come through it is him just obviously devastated about leaving Barca. He's been there, you know, it's his whole life. Give him his family home and stuff like that. Been tapped up by the players, but over having like a fish and chips name. I was like, want to come? He's like, yeah. Well, you think there are fish and chips in Paris? Come to fish and chips. Come, mess. Let's go. Clubs are so <laughs> sneaky, in they? If they got inkling that you're going to leave, they'll be sort of sending you dirty texts in the night and that. Yeah, sexting you, you like. I think, I, I think what we all can be excited for is the front line: Neymar, Mbappe, Messi. I mean, thinking. Well, that's that's not allowed. Could that, could that could that be better than? MSN, this was obviously the same from previous yeah, Suarez. It's, it's probably as good, I'd say, and it? Like Suarez was unreal and yeah. still is fucking pretty unreal. He's what helped when Athletic. I the think title. people are forgetting though, this still the trouble that Barca are under. Like yeah. the fuck? If, oh, if, if they don't <laughs> if they don't drop any more players, Aguero Depay, who's already played preseason games, they can't actually play in La Liga. So this could be like the start of something bigger, I reckon. Like Messi's just the first one. Do I mean? First of the they, they were saying that if they if they could sign Messi, then um they would have been able to sign the others because of how much like money Messi makes for the club. Mm. They would have been able to have just signed the other players, but the fact they've not been given permission to sign Messi basically means they can't sign these other players. Um, have you seen um that lots of the players just in obviously in the training are getting booed because the fans feel like. They're annoyed at the players that are there. Like Um Titi's getting it really bad. Griezmann's getting it really bad because they think the fans are thinking you should have you should have left, but you're sitting on that big wage. That means our best ever player, the best player of all time, can't resign. So they're oh, taking yeah. out on the players' basket. It's going to get nasty. It's going to be a nasty season, honestly. Um, I can't wait. Um, imagine being a Barca. literally look at Fort This season's going to be class. Imagine being a Barca fan and Messi's leaving. Like. Most people who probably support Barcelona really support it because of Messi anyway, let's be yeah. fair. He's gone. Like, no, nothing against Barcelona as a club, obviously a huge club, but like, um, and always has been a huge club, but like, let's be fair, they're massively global because of Messi as the poster boy from really, and he being one of the, well, I reckon the best footballer ever. Well, yeah, yeah but they've had, the, they've had, you know, Messi, Barcelona have had loads of like amazing players. Oh, that's what I'm saying, but yeah. But, in terms of like this, in terms of like currently, Messi is their their go-to. He's um, a goat. Because like, you know, the other players like Griezmann and other top players they've had have just not been as big. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like it, it's like this tapping up thing. Well, he he, he would have had conversations last summer and like in probably in January with clubs and now it's like, oh, I can't re-sign for Barca anyway. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I don't really want to hear the whole... Mm. But Messi's a saviour sort of thing. Yeah. Dude, one thing I would love to have seen is Juventus going in for a, and having like Ronaldo yeah. and uh, Ronaldo and Messi on the same team for the first time. Like, that'd, imagine be that. that'd, that'd be incredible. Like, I think, I think maybe, I think the best chance of that is probably MLS, isn't it? Them two at the LA Galaxy just, actually smashing Americans. Just like taking <laughs> souls of young Americans. <laughs> I think, uh, oh my God. I, I think they're both playing different. They could definitely both play in different teams at MLS because I don't know. I think you're allowed four designated players, isn't it? Can you imagine having four? Designated players and two of them is Messi and Ronaldo. <laughs> so might as well just give them the MOS to whoever team gets that. But I think if this happened in like two years' time, he'd probably just go MOS now. I was saying earlier to Bash, I wouldn't be, sh- wouldn't die a shock if the if the PSG move got blocked. I think MOS is a move he could go. He could go to America for a year, eat eat whatever he wants, 
be a baller, score all the goals, and then hopefully next summer Barca have sorted out their thing, and you'll go back to Barca. Like I could see that happening. It is. Um, it is quite a um, a huge. Obviously, when he does finally leave, well, it doesn't look like he's gone back. Um, that Messi and Ronaldo are both out of La Liga now. It's sort of uh, end of an era, isn't it? And it, the internet, like Barca, Real Madrid, we've talked spoken about before. They're in enough trouble as it is. And without Messi, and this affects Real Madrid too. Without Messi in La Liga, so many sponsors, so much revenue has just been deducted from the league now. So I don't know. You know, it might get really competitive, but I can't see it. Barcelona are probably going to sink quite far down. But yeah, it's good though that after after the whole Super League stuff, that like one at least one of the clubs is being punished for it now. Like yeah. That is a punishment for them, Barca now. I'm yeah. trying to think, you know, Real. I'm trying to think of their biggest player. Is obviously they're losing Ferran, not their biggest player, but um, still oh, a top player. They lost one of the biggest but, um, players. Isn't it? So yeah, I'll be good if um, Ramos as well. Don't forget. That's why I'm so glad that the Liga sort of looks like they've stuck their foot in and said no, you're not signing him because uh, obviously they tried to leave and that leave UEFA. So yeah. It's uh, it'll be interesting, but I think I was going to say we should do a little prediction on who where we think he's going to be at the beginning of the season. But I think like we're all probably, it looks, lo- looks likely where he's going. Um, did anyone Absolutely not think he- Manchester United? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Gonna play- <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, does anyone think he's not going to PSG? Nah, that's where he'll end up if not percent Yeah. Yeah. No, I think we're all the same with that. I don't really still see the attraction. I know that like. You know, one of the biggest teams in Europe, but that league, man. Like, yeah, is he just going to play Champions League? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't get what the attraction is. Lifestyle. Yeah. Lifestyle. Living, living like, in Paris. Li- it's what it is. Lifestyle, money, and then just play midweek every three weeks, or not even that. Yeah, and it's, it's easy, easy games for him as well. It's gonna bang yeah. six goals against Mets or something. <laughs> Do something mental. The rest of the French, you know, are like still down about their position playing PSG anyway. Now they're like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> have you seen, I haven't seen, I don't know, I don't know his name, but a French uh, manager in the league uh, got asked at a press conference about Messi joining the league and he said it gives him a hard, it gives him a hard on. That was his answer <laughs> in the press. So I think, I think even if you got going up against him, you know, it's exciting. You, you know, you're going to shake his hand at the end of the game. So when we started this podcast, in January 2021, we were halfway through the season. Well, not halfway through, we're three months into the season. And we had to come up with predictions and work out what's going to happen. But now, for the first time ever, the top four podcasts could do their predictions at the beginning of a Premier League season. This weekend, the Premier League is back. That's the way. Big claps. Get in. Hype the thing. Hype the thing. Come right. on. <laughs> uh, obviously, this is the top four podcast and uh, top four football podcast, I should say. Um, and we're going to do our predictions for the Premier League season, looking at who we think are going to come, you guessed it, in the top four. Um, some outlandish, I mean, highlights are from the last one. I mean, I just love Mourinho but that, I've, I'm over that now I've moved on I've moved on from him so uh, I won't be saying Tottenham coming top four I'll tell you that for free um, but yeah it's a, it's a season where City look like they're going to dominate but a lot of clubs are, are moving very mad in the transfer window let's put it like that um, it felt like 
last season was like obviously everyone didn't know what was going to happen with the COVID thing so everyone was just kind of dawdling on making sure that you know other things were at the forefront of the club's mind but it feels like now this summer they've all just pulled the trigger they've all been like we're gonna we're going for it so I mean like we knew kind of what happened last season and other especially the fans are back makes a huge difference as well so like <clears throat> I feel like this is the biggest change in one summer for a long time if you know what I mean in terms of players in players out just just rotation of managers like i just feel that it's it's totally like the game's changed so like yeah. it's it's I, th- I think city are looking good but i think there's other teams that are contenders yeah, good contenders. huge contenders I, this I, season i agree i Go feel on. like it's more teams that can actually win the premier league this season in the last couple of seasons it has felt a two horse race really you know your cities your liverpools but i feel I have a feeling like there's good fourth maybe three, four teams in there now that could generally win it. Um, obviously, I think City are still the favourites just because of the squad depth. And it's quite hard to predict at the moment because the uh, transfer window is not open. So whatever happens this next three weeks could mass, you know, you think of City and Kane. That's sort of a... It feels like loads of things are still up in the air though. Like in two weeks' time, it could be totally different again. Like, or not totally different, but... You know, some other players are coming again, which are quite big, you know, could be a surprise or not. But I don't know, I just feel like I think it's going to be a class season. I do, yeah. That's what I was saying earlier before, like, um, yeah, getting properly excited. Obviously, with fans being back, is yeah, uh, it's gonna be a huge uh, compared to last season, you know, like it was just dead, no atmosphere front of the stadium. You could have one of the fan noise, it didn't really make too much of a difference, it was all out of sync. Um, being able to go back to the pub watching games with your mates actually without having to wear a mask and things like that throwing your pints all over the place when your team scores is yeah football's back like do you mean can't wait who's going to go first are we, are we jumping straight but, into the top four straight, let's, yeah let's get in there while we're buzzing let's go for it I got a few obviously they're going to be quite similar but I'll go first I think, I think we all got I think we're all going to have the same four teams in the top four that's what four. I'm saying I'm going to go first so it looks like you're all copying me in so, I know you got to choose first. I'm going. City is going to win the title. United are going to come second. Then Chelsea. Then Liverpool. But if Chelsea sign Lukaku, which looks like it's going to be done yes, by tomorrow, done by tomorrow, yeah. Um, I reckon they could win it. Oh, oh. Big. That's just my personal big, opinion. Big, big. So, um, we should definitely do another prediction when the transfer window closes, though. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have yeah. a few of these, I reckon, throughout the season. But I still think I'm just saying it's wind up, Nathan. I still think that Liverpool are going to be in that fifth region. Oh well, I reckon. I reckon. Still, that, what do you mean? It's still, we've been fifth or sixth for years. Oh no, in that region, you finished fourth. You're yeah, going to be in that fifth region of fifth and sixth or fighting for that top four position, I reckon. <laughs> so you get all I defensive can't. now, boy. I'm just fucking rolling my eyes. I can't roll my eyes any harder at you over, over Zoom. Do you know what I mean? Um, fuck it. I'll go next then. Um, I'm going to back the boys. Big bounce back this season. Bit solid, a bit more solid at the back, hopefully, with a few, you know, with uh, Canate. Um, obviously, some of the players proved themselves last season as well as back up to when we did have our first choice centre-backs, which I think had a huge play in why we came forth last season. You know, we dropped off massively. So, all right, Liverpool are going to bounce back. 
go first, back to champions. I'd have to back my own team. <laughs> um, I generally think Chelsea will be second. And I think Man United will pinch third from City. I think City will come fourth. Ooh. That's, a big, that's a big prediction as well. Oh, I know. Controversial. Uh, there's, there's my shocker as well. I'll, I'll, I'll go next because Tez looks deep. Yeah, Tez is thinking hard. I didn't think he's. How can Grealish win the title? I, I, <laughs> think he's, I think he's figured should he order a wingman tonight and what, what he's having with it. <laughs> I think I'm thinking about what meme I'm going to make later. Uh, uh, if you don't follow already, me, check out my Instagram page for wingman memes. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice, nice <laughs> I, I think Tez is like, is there any way that Jose could come back to the Premier League mid season and win it? Yeah. <laughs> can, can Roma can Roma win the Premier League? <laughs> yeah. Type it into Google furiously. I'm going. I think what well, Lukaku looks done. I think it's done deal. I think he's had his medical already. I think it was over in Italy, which is sometimes a bit weird um, when they have the medical away from you know the home ground. Um, but I think I think Lukaku is going to rip it up. Honestly, I think yeah, he's going to hit the ground running. And I can see him banging a hat trick against United or something, and then there's going to be like no oh, just giving it the bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be no sort of calm about it. He's going to be running up to the camera and that. Um, and I think he will destroy a lot of defenders. I think he still have a couple like silly one touches, but I think he, his physicality is something that maybe we've been missing in the prem from number nines recently. Um, so I'm going Chelsea. I think that was something they're missing. It's, like I said, it is hard to say. Not knowing with the window open, you know, if Kane does go City, then it'd be stupid not to say City. But I'm going Chelsea, City, Un- uh, United, and I'm going Leicester fourth. <laughs> I reckon I rec- it's it's going to go into a bit of my shock, so I won't get too much into it. But I think I think a lot of the players sort of run their run their time at Liverpool. Do you know, you know, certain. So- Certain partnerships and that after a good couple of years they do sort of burn out and you need to freshen things up. Two, a bit more later. two of their best defenders are out for a while though, mind. And they haven't replaced them. Fafana's obviously out now, James Justin's gone. Do we all pick a, a different <laughs> Do we all pick a different league one? Well, it makes you feel good. Yeah, mm-hmm. so far. Interesting. Interesting. That's how close it is though. And I agree with it. I don't think um, it's difficult. I don't know if there's as many people. I think I feel like there's a lot of teams last season you thought could have won the league. I think if you go back to when we did the predictions in January, we all said like different predictions of who we thought could win it. Um, but I suppose to Chelsea and at Chelsea adds another layer to the whole discussion. But I'm going to go. I feel, I feel like I really can't see anyone other than City winning the league. And last time we did this, I took the piss. I'm also like an idiot. So I'm taking this seriously. So I'm saying City. All right. If they sign Kane, just give me might as well just give him the league now and let everyone play against each other. Um and just fight for second. So second, I'm gonna go Chelsea. Third, Manchester United, and fourth, Leicester City. Now I'm not coming in with the Manchester United bias against Liverpool. My reason for this... It's, 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 it sounds like we, scheme, it sounds like we schemed at the pub earlier. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> you had a little bit of a chat earlier on. Yeah. Nah. Sorry, but it's, it's just your predictions. You, so, say, you say whatever prediction you want, even though it's wrong. But what I will say is, the reason why is, you know, Leicester won the FA Cup. Big game. 
they beat in a big game, big game for those players. Some of those players haven't had that opportunity. They beat, and it was just a community shield. Psychologically, I still think that's a good win for them. And I feel like this season now, they're going to, do you know what I mean? I still don't know how it's, it's going to be pretty towards the end, but I just feel like this is almost like my Tottenham shout. I really want Leicester to do it. I really want them to get full. And I think they've got the players. And with what Pash touched on as well, Liverpool haven't really recruited and it's, it's they're not got, the team is not what they were three seasons ago. Um, Leicester have got some ballers. And uh, yeah, I think... What I, will, they, what I will say about Leicester is they've signed that DACA from Salzburg. And I don't know how much game time he's going to get because obviously last season when, <clears throat> well, definitely towards the end, obviously Brendan was, was playing Iheanacho and Vardy both up top. So Dak is coming from Salzburg, but have you seen his stats from the Bundesliga? Oh, right. From what you told me. He played 28 games for Salzburg last season and he scored 27 goals. Yeah. Now that's scary. Right. But so if he comes in and just slots right in and, you know, continues that form for any particular reason, I know it's going to be totally different. And, you know, usually new sign-ins from abroad take a season to like kind of settle in and, and, and know what's up. But, I think, you know, Ian Atcher was on fire last year as well. So I kind of agree that, you know, they're missing two of their, de- their best defenders, but I, I, I hope Leicester get in the top four as well. Leicester always recruit well. I think they're up there with probably Liverpool in the actual quality of players they bring in and how quick the players settle in. So I think some of the, you know, Leicester's new signings are probably going to be players that we say in a year that most clubs want to sign. Um, and Leicester are really good at that. Very similar to Liverpool. They just do very smart business. And don't pay that much either. Mm. But that's if they don't lose Madison as well. I think. I don't think you go. I, I don't. I don't think you know. What does he gain by going to Arsenal? I don't know. Apart from a London lifestyle, um, I and don't... being a solidly mid-table team. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was confused. And I was like, wait, Leicester are a solid like top six team now. But I, I got it. It was a joke. Yeah. Thanks, Des. Um, Made <laughs> it funny. But. I actually feel like if they sold Madison, Leicester are so good at recruiting, they'd probably get a better, better replacement. And 70 million for Madison is a rip, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's a stupid amount of money for him. So if they got that, I would, I would take it. Um, um, I, I wasn't sure if we were going to leave the gap. Um, uh. So fine, I, can, I can just cut this out. Bridge that in. Um, so go straight into relegation now. Yeah. Yep. Just go cool. straight into relegation and shot. So we talked about where we think who's going to come top four. But it's only right we look at, not the bottom four, no one cares who comes 17th. We're going to look at the relegation, bottom three, who we think's uh, going to struggle. Um, this is not one I've actually done much research on. Um based off the fact that I think it's going to be very, very easy. I'm going to go, I'll go first as well on this one. If you've got a bit of time to, uh, you know, so you guys can Google who the, uh, who all the teams are in the league. Um, Watford. <laughs> it's such a very... <laughs> Watford uh, and Norwich for me really are going to struggle. Um, especially Watford. Um only because only this afternoon I actually realised they were still in the league and Pash will back me up on that because we couldn't we couldn't work out who the 20th team in the league was but um, Watford Norwich and then for me it will be um, 
this is really good to listen to. I, I, I'm going to go. Oh, it's not going to. Oh, it's going to be Burnley. Burnley. That's my three. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I'll go next because it's very similar. It's only one difference. I'm thinking Norwich and Watford as well. Uh, I think Norwich just get kicked about. Remember when they come up? Was it last season or season before? It's and you, they, you. they and they they beat City early on, and then they just got battered by loads of people. So I, I think something similar. And I know I get um, so Norwich Watford, and I know I said uh, Newcastle last season, and then uh, they pulled out the bag. But I think Newcastle will be the third to go down. What's yeah. says? I just remember I, I I've changed my mind already. It's not gonna be it's not gonna be Burnley. It's gonna be Crystal Palace. Oh that's the trip I was going on to. I next. was thinking I knew I was yeah. thinking about it. Fuck it, Crystal Palace might come twentieth. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I, I yeah, I think they're really gonna struggle because they've had a lot of issues on there of keeping yeah. players without a contract. Uh but yeah, mine was uh, Norwich and Watford and Crystal Palace. Yeah. I think they're really gonna struggle this season. Hmm. I disagree. I reckon Watford are actually going to stay up. That wasn't my shock either, because I know we're going to, we are going to go into shock. You said, it, you said it like it was a shock. I know. <laughs> but, but all three of you got Watford to go down. Bro, they got some ballers, mind. Right? Ismail Lassar is no joke. João Pedro is no joke. Troy Deeney's got experience in the Premier League. I honestly think they're going to stay up, right? Norwich is definite for me. I think Norwich would be 20th. I reckon they're game over. <clears throat> I agree with Palace. Mm. I think Palace are in trouble. So I'm going Norwich, Palace. Now, the third spot, I, I don't know. There's, there's teams that jump out to me, like Newcastle. I also think Brighton could get dragged down down there. I also think Southampton are at risk, and I think they could have a poor season. So I'm going to go. Um, I've got one other team in mind, but I'm, I'll get on to that in a sec. So I'm going to go... Norwich, Palace, and Brighton. Good show. Interesting. Palace and Brighton go down. I, reckon. I think um, Watford and Brentford will stay up. Yeah, Brentford. That's what, Brentford's, ahead, Brentford's the only promoted team that none of us have mentioned. Um, mm. Southampton, that's a really... I, I Now you've said that, I, I feel like Southampton, you know, they they just lost Danny Ings. I could be wrong. I don't think they've signed anyone apart from Phil Walcott on permanent. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. No, 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 with a name. I, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, so be really interesting to see what happens there. Um, but then that might lead into our shocks of the season. So before the podcast, all of us have to think of something that will be classed as a shock or like a surprise or like an outlandish prediction that you can make at the beginning of the season. You stick a tenner on this. At the bookies at the beginning of the season, you might get a hundred quid back, sort of thing, um, on a request a bet or something. So um, I'm going to go first with mine, um, and this can be based on a team or a player, something that you don't think is going to happen. So I'm going to go Aston Villa. Right, made a lot of signings, quality signings. Grealish is gone. I think they're going to have a really, really poor season. And a really bad start. And my reason for that is how many mid-table teams, they're mid-table slash top half team now, you could probably say, big history, have spent so much money on these on on players in the summer. I'm thinking basically thinking about Everton and Newcastle and West Ham in the past. And then it just 
flopped big time. Manager's gone by this Christmas. Now, I don't think Dean Smith will be gone by Christmas, but uh, I'll just worry with all these transfers coming in. Ashley Young coming to the end of his career. That's an interesting signing for the team wanting to do well. Um, Buendia, championship baller. That could go one or two ways. Leon Bailey, if he's that great, why hasn't another team signed him? Um, so, yeah, Danny Ings gets injured. I mean, there's a lot of issues I have with these signings. So, for me, my shock, whether anyone thinks it's a shock, is I think Villa are going to definitely be 15th or lower after 10 or 15 games. And I think they could be down there towards the end of next it's season. A, it's a strange one, isn't it? Because they've made a load of good signings, like great signings. You look at their sort of potential lineup, it looks amazing. But it, like you said, it depends how fast these players gel and you know how long that takes. Does it take some of these new players? Usually takes new players from other leagues a good year to settle in. So it depends how fast they settle in. But I can see them not doing as as good as a lot of people think, but I don't think I don't think they'll be sort of right. I reckon it could go the other way though as well. Yeah. I reckon they could have a stormer if it works out. Like yeah. you say, you know, if Leon Bailey's as good as he as as he's turned out to be, Buendia's already kind of proved himself. Everyone rates him highly. You know, you've already got decent players there, like Bertrand Troy was having a really good season last year. <clears throat> if it works out, it, you know, they could have a sim- similar similar finish, I reckon. But I don't I, it's not I don't I don't disagree either, it's just I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Um I'll go next because mine's pretty similar. And one of the other teams I was going to mention about potential relegation is Wolves. Mm. I reckon they could get relegated next season. Why? Don't really know. Um, lost, lost Nuno is one, didn't it? Obviously, Nuno's gone. New manager. Jimenez is, you know, he's coming back in and he's, you know, up there with one of the best strikers in the league potentially. But I just don't think the team as a whole. You know they were really poor last season. Like they were, they were hard to watch. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah. Wolves, as well as Everton, will have stinkers of season. I think Everton could come bottom half the table, and Rafa Benitez will be the first first manager gone. Interesting. I like that. I like so you gone for two shocks there. Two Wolves shocks. To get releg- Wolves to really struggle, potentially get relegated, but then Rafa to be gone first. I think. I think if any manager gets sacked before. Patrick Vieira would be a fucking shock but true. fair enough yeah true I'll go just I pretty much mentioned it earlier about Liverpool not getting the top four now I'm uh, as a lot of these with a lot of these um, shocks what we've been saying I think it could go their way they could just come <laughs> back a big B class and um, you know everyone sort of with Van Dyke back in the team but you look over the history of football usually especially front threes, they don't usually last. It's usually about three years and then teams usually freshen it up. And I think Salah's been there since 2017. I think Manny, maybe 2016. I know it was it before, yeah. Yeah, and I've, I feel like, obviously last season such a weird season with COVID and that, but it doesn't seem to be, for me now as well, it doesn't seem like they're on the same wavelength as they used to be. They used to be so fluid and so scary on the break. And I don't know whether it's someone's falling out or they just burn out in that way. I feel like obviously the window's not clo- uh, not closed yet. But I feel like they need to be a bit more to freshen up, and they, obviously they got Shotter, and that started off really well. Depends how much he's going to start. I just have a feeling they might take a while and might get the fifth spot. I think that'd be a big shock to a lot of people. To be fair, hmm. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> no, I think uh, yeah, 
Harvey, but it's a, a big up before. Harvey Elliott's going to have a great season. He's coming into the senior team a bit more now. Eighteen-year-old, wet behind the ears. He's he's going to he's going to have a good season. Honestly, mark my words. Is that, is, that, is, that your is, that, is that your shock? No, no, that's not a shock. That's, that's oh. no shock. That's no shock. I've been big enough <laughs> for ages. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Arteta being gone uh, in the first quarter of the season. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to really bad start Arsenal. Um, and yeah, you know what they like. They love throwing out players. I think they've given them enough time now. So within and, ten games. Yeah, I hope that happens. Yeah, I'd I love think it. Happen. Like, I, I don't oh, think, again. I, I don't even think that'll be a big shock, like because he's he's underperforming massively. And if Arsenal want to get back up into their sort of like you know be known for their glory days again and start being like competing for Champions League, I think they got to get rid of him. Like I think he's a bit of dead weight, to be honest. I, I feel like. I don't think he's that bad of a manager in terms of tactics. I just don't think he's trying to. I think, I think, I, yeah, I think his his tactics are too too good for his squad. I think his squad's so bang average. Um, but remember last season they were down by the reg- we were speaking about earlier, weren't we, Jez? Yeah, they were, they really were down. Bad the, they were down the re- um, relegation zone, and like there was mean. They were like floating around seventeenth, sixteenth, weren't they? Yeah, and, like, was it fucking Roy was uh, taking the piss? It's only Roy Key was taking the piss. Like, yeah. I don't think he said, no, "I think they've got what it takes to stay." Yeah. <laughs> and and, um, and it wasn't just like for a week. They were down there for a good couple of weeks towards the start. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, maybe he's, he's had enough time now. That's what I, that, that's what I generally think. Um, I, yeah, I, I think they're going to have a bad start again. And they'll they'll bin him off. But it's such a hard job to take anyway. It's a bit like it's not as bad as the Spurs job. I don't think. I think they'll recruit someone a lot easier. But it, it is quite a hard job because they've they chopped and changed managers since um, Vengo was there. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting one. It, I, I don't know if that's going to be much of a shock, to be fair, because I think it's quite expected. If uh, I think as quick would be a bit of a shock, as you're saying. Mm. Mm. I, I think they will. Yeah, I think it's going to yeah. be the first quarter. Yeah, it's interesting because it's like, you know, everyone's been giving him a bit of slack and saying like he's building a team, but he spent 50 million on an English defender who's played one game for England. Mm-hmm. You've got to deliver results. That's a lot of money. And like obviously the money being talked about for Madison whether they spend that on him or someone else. Like, it's not like he's got no money. He, like, he's, he's being given funds to, to do it, something. So wasting it, wasting it. Do you mean, like, like you said, Man United, that's a big comparison, this um, this uh, transfer window. It's obviously Varane, like, 43 mil and Ben White, 50 mil. It, come on, man. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's such a daft sounding. Like, if it was, like, 30 mil, I'd be like, oh, cool, you know. You get, like, well, no, a decent defender, but... It's not a daft signing if it comes out well. Because, you know... Yeah, you could be in, I could beat my words, 100%. But I just mean that like he's got the money so like it's not just about Ben White playing well it's just the fact that he's being given money to like build his team and he's been given he has been given time I don't know any any other top eight club he could have been in the position that he was what he was last season and and survived I don't I don't know any other team that would have yeah. Like I know, I know, like I know, United have gone through bad spells of Ollie, but it's never been that bad. Yeah, um, I think yeah, that his lifeline was hundred percent getting that um, FA Cup at the end of uh, the previous mm. season. That, I think that's his lifeline. I think that's what's carried him through this one. But um, they're going to crack down on him. And what, yeah, what I do want to add on the last thing, um, Abamyang, like last season, I know he had malaria and that, but obviously he was just invisible. He hasn't scored a goal this preseason either, um, and. I, we were speaking earlier, I don't know whether he was amazing before he got his contract and then he got that new contract and we've seen it with a lot of players. It's just gone downhill from there. I don't know whether he's just 
the hunger's not there anymore. He's just been a lot of stop and start. So I think this season is going to be really interesting. I think they, they haven't got any creativity as well. They do need a cam. I think that's what obviously going for Madison. So I think they, I think they will maybe sign one more player before the end of the window. Yeah. Mm. One more shot before we wrap up. Jaden Sancho, Golden Boot. Golden oh yeah, boot. that is golden a shock. Boot. Jane golden Sancho boot. will win the golden boot. That's ridiculous. Um, that is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I've just jinxed him now, and I. Yeah. Yeah. Massive flop. Thanks for listening to arguably the best football podcast. Now, don't forget to follow us and like us on all social media platforms to keep up to date with the latest football news.